The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus took Peter, James, and his brother John, and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as light. And behold, Moses and Elijah appeared to them, conversing with him. And Peter said to Jesus in reply, Lord, it is good that we are here. If you wish, I will make three tents here, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, behold, a bright cloud cast a shadow over them. Then from the cloud came a voice that said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell prostrate and were very much afraid. But Jesus came and touched them, saying, Rise, and do not be afraid. And when the disciples raised their eyes, they saw no one else but Jesus alone. As they were coming down from the mountain, Jesus charged them, Do not tell the vision to anyone until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Um, Yosemite, uh, the beach, the Bourbon Trail. Uh, it's a kind of vacation season for a lot of people. Um, and vacations are always a, a good experience to find some kind of rest. There may be a lot of frustrations with it, but I think generally speaking, there's a moment on someone's trip, hopefully, everyone's trip, even if most everything goes wrong, where someone recognizes uh, rest. This is why we do this. This is why we get away. Maybe it's a, a, a view from a, a mountaintop or, or after a hike. It's maybe a, a sunrise or a sunset uh, over the waters. Maybe it's good humor of friends that we haven't seen uh, in a long time. And this is a, a place where we, we have this experience that um, charges us, it informs us. And, and although we have that experience, I think oftentimes, at least from my own experience, there's maybe a, a fear not to go too deep into that sentiment. Uh, there's a reason that we kind of um, are maybe reluctant because we know that we have to return home. It's not something that we'll always have access to. And there's something good and there's something bad about that. Uh, because uh, in our life, we should see these opportunities as a chance um, to contemplate um, heaven. Right? Our readings the last few weeks and last... Um, a couple Sundays have been about the kingdom of heaven, and, and we're made for that. We're made for uh, eternal rest. We're made for eternal union with God. That's the way um, God made us, to be in, in union with him uh, before the fall. And so there's something that we should hold on to, but in, in a sense, it's, it's bad if we relegate that view, that experience, to something that we will only have for eternity. Because God makes us for it now. The good part about it, though, is that when we have this experience, it then force, forces us to ask that question, okay, well, how do we take that back? And so as we celebrate the Transfiguration today, it's, it's that experience where, where God reveals the fullness of his glory. He reveals what he will be uh, in heaven. He reveals to his apostles why he came to earth. He gives them this, this foretaste of eternity. Um, but instead of staying there like Peter offers to do, right, to build a tent for for each of them, just to remain in that, in that experience, Christ rather tells them, he said, does say, don't tell anyone now. But why? Because after he reveals the fullness of his glory and his crucifixion, as we see in John's gospel, he tells them then, once I have risen, then tell everyone. Reveal to everyone this experience when they don't have an opportunity to encounter it firsthand. 
So Christ desires a firsthand experience, which prompts all of us then to view the Mass as the mountaintop. Right? Theologians say that the Garden of Eden was actually on a plateau, a mountaintop. We see then God reveals himself. Uh, Abraham goes up and the angel of the Lord appears to Abraham on a mountain when he is about to sacrifice Isaac. We see in a more full sense, God reveals himself. Moses sees the back of Christ where? On a mountaintop. God reveals his law where? On a mountaintop. And then God reveals the fullness of his glory through Christ where? On the mountaintop of Calvary. And so the mass is the mountaintop for us. It is a place where we, we go up, we encounter the Lord, we get a taste of heaven. But then what happens at the end of Mass? We are commanded, like the apostles today, to go down, to go forth, and to bear fruit, to spread the word of God. So for us, when we come down, we become like those apostles today in our second reading. Because we've been eyewitnesses of God's majesty, where he transforms lowly bread into his body, blood, soul, and divinity. It's where we come to hear the voice of God, the living word, through the, proclaimed and received fully in his flesh. And we can say we ourselves heard this voice come from heaven while we were with him here at Mass on the holy mountain. Because that's the prophetic message that is altogether reliable. And so we will do well ourselves to be attentive to it as to a lamp shining in a dark place. We share our vacation. We contemplate the beauty then here of the Mass. We participate in this encounter with Christ. We walk up the mountain as we prepare for Mass. We encounter the Lord, expecting Him to do something miraculous in our lives as well, through the Eucharist. And coming down from the mountain, we go forth glorifying the Lord by our life, so as to transfigure the world. And so we prepare for, we go on, and we return to tell people of our vacation. But by doing so each week with Mass, then we invite others to live the glory of God, living out our vocation to holiness, becoming eyewitnesses to the glory of God still in our midst and desiring to transform our lives.